Farm Bill. What that boils down to is just much like this EU effort. Attending Super Bowl 58 and the millions of people gathering together and enjoying the game across the country are all safe. And I'm Laura Winters, USA News. Hi, I'm Ronnie Deutsch, and if you or your business owe money to the IRS, I've got great news for you. Tax laws have changed. Billions of dollars are earmarked for IRS Fresh Start programs. And if you qualify, you can literally save tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, I know what you're going through. Call me if you want to speak with a tax attorney or tax professional for free. 800-284-9275. That's 800-284-9275. Welcome to our second season of New Orleans Today. Talking New Orleans Pelicans, LSU, and UNO basketball, entertainment, and festival season this winter and spring. Now, let's go live to premier Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram in New Orleans at 13,000 I-10 Service Road with your host, WGSO radio personality, Mitch Gibbs. All right, welcome to our uh, second show of the, uh, of course, the winter and spring season. We're going to be here all the way through May, every Saturday morning from 9 to 11, uh, talking a little bit about everything, Uh, some uh, basketball, college at pro basketball. We're going to be talking about all the great events coming up, Uh, you know, like we have the French Quarter Fest, Jazz Fest. We've got Mardi Gras. We've got Endemian this afternoon. Got invited to a nice little gig there. But uh, we'll get to that later here at uh, Premier um, Chrysler uh, Dodge Jeep uh, Ram, 13,000 I-10 service road right after the bullet exit here in New Orleans. And uh, let's get to our first guest, but we got it. we're going to have a lot of announcements, a lot of great guests today. But uh, let's start with Gary Smith uh, with The Advocate, and uh, you know we'll talk a little bit of Pelicans basketball and NBA. So Gary, thanks for joining me this morning. <laughs> thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, let me, you know, about the game last night, I, I had to, you know, get up early for this show. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I didn't watch the whole game, but I kind of looked on my phone before I went to sleep. And I kind of felt before the game, well, actually the night before, I was like, if the Lakers beat Denver, I love the Pelicans to win the next mm-hmm. night because it was a back-to-back. If the Lakers lose to Denver, I'm kind of thinking the Lakers are going to win the game. And uh, they didn't look that great in the beginning, the Lakers. So I thought the Pelicans might win the game. But uh, the thing that I think hurt the Pelicans a lot last night, and which is not, it's been a problem here and there, and it would have been a bigger issue if they would have trade, made that trade, uh, you know, the center trade, is their defense was not very mm-hmm. good last night. Uh, Russell, for example, had a really good game. and Because the Lakers really don't have much depth. But, right. uh, but, the Lakers, the, but the Pelicans have been playing well. So, you, you know, they had won four in a row. So mm-hmm. uh, I want to get your impression on the last – as we get closer to the uh, all-star break, it looks like the Pelicans are in a good spot right now. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Like last night, that's the new NBA where some days teams just don't play any defense. I mean, the Lakers, they had five guys score 20 points or more, and they hadn't done that since 1984 when they had <laughs> Magic Johnson, Kareem, and <laughs> um, Worthy, and Byron Scott, and that, and, 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 that, and that crew. So the Pelicans just didn't play any defense last night. Um, but they're eight games over 500. Their next six games are games they should win and games that they have won in recent months where they've taken care of business 
with opponents they should take care of business with. They're playing Portland, Memphis, Washington, Houston, and Miami, and Chicago in their next six games. Miami's the only decent team out of that group. Um, and the Pelicans, if they can win all those games, they'd be 14 games over 500. They have not been 15 games over 500 in any season since 2008-2009 season. That was 15 years ago. So I do think they're in good position. You can throw out last night game the NBA teams some nights they just don't play any defense anymore and 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 that was one of the nights and I agree with you the Lakers were primed because they they were they were irritated that they lost to Denver the night before and they came out and hit every shot and the Pelicans didn't really put up much resistance especially uh in the second half I mean and then you notice you notice yeah you notice how Denver then gets blown out by Sacramento which doesn't completely surprise me but Mm -hmm. you know that you know I think Denver at nine to two is what I saw the uh, odds to win the NBA championship they got Boston as a favorite um, are to me look like really good odds, but the thing that would concern me a little bit about Denver, I still think Denver is the best team, and I would be surprised mm-hmm. if they're not the NBA champions. But 15 and 13 on the road yeah. tells me, and and you could say maybe Denver's coasting a little bit. I think that's a legitimate argument, mm-hmm. but but uh, but it, that that means that Denver wants to be the number one seed, so they need to get their act together a little mm-hmm. bit. they got time to do it, but last games like last night have to stop for Denver because they could get to a point where they could, they might not be the number one seed, and you know, somebody like Minnesota or Oklahoma mm-hmm. City, I don't, I don't like the Clippers. I still don't buy the Clippers, uh, but uh, they could end up not being the number one seed, and then they're going to have to win road games in the playoffs, so, so the, that question then becomes, are they just kind of mailing it in right now? I still think they're the best team. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anybody. Well, and I want to ask you too, but uh, you know what happened before, you know, up to the trade deadline. I know Phoenix brought in a defensive wing kind of player. Uh, I just still don't. I think the only team that really can challenge Denver's Phoenix. That's my yeah. Opinion. I I I kind of agree with you, and with Denver. I totally agree with you. I will say we might be wrong. I mean, everybody, we're all assuming that Denver's issues are that they're just coasting this year because they won the championship last year. Certainly seems that way to me. I guess we really won't find out until the playoffs start because I don't really, I don't even know if it matters whether they get home court advantage despite the fact that they've struggled on the road this year. Because I agree, if they turn it up and they play with full intensity and, and, and effort, I think every other team in the West has severe weaknesses that they can exploit. And Denver doesn't have any. And I agree with you, though, that Phoenix, even though they're sitting there in fifth place right now, they probably have the the, the, the highest ceiling of any of those teams in the West other, other than Denver. So I would agree that they would be their toughest challenge. Right now they'd play in their first round <laughs> if they played, but, but that, that will change by the time uh, the end of the regular season. Well, before I get back to the Pelicans, uh, you know, we talked about Milwaukee and uh, Doc Rivers. and. And I forgot how many games he's coached, but they're four and six in their last mm-hmm. ten games, and I think that was a terrible decision. <laughs> so my, so if you go to the East, my opinion is, it's it, who can I who can I find? Uh, assume you know, question is Embiid if he comes back, mm-hmm. is he going to be in basketball shape? But who can you find that can beat Boston? Because I think Boston will not win the championship. I think Denver beats them, but. How do you who do you who can you make an argument for that could beat Boston and win and win the East? And Cleveland's playing really well. They won eight in a row. Yeah. The Knicks, you know, maybe I, I don't know who who's out there that could beat them. Though? I mean, I you know I, I got to start watching this Cleveland team a little more because if Cleveland were the Knicks, everybody would be talking about them right now because 
we there's been a ton of ton of hype on the Knicks recently, and it's not totally undeserved the way they're playing. But Cleveland's got a better record than the Knicks, and they're hotter than the Knicks, and not a whole lot of talk about them because they're they're not in in, in New York. Um, yeah. <laughs> You know, I just don't trust Boston at all, even though they're sitting here at 40 and 12, and and we know they have really good personnel. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I have to. I want to see if this, if Cleveland has staying power because these other teams, I, 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 I don't, I don't trust. And, and I don't know maybe I'm just cynical about the Knicks because they, they certainly, they, they really are playing well for, for, for the most part. And I'm, I'm assuming the, uh, I'm assuming the injury to Jalen Brunson, his ankle injury, isn't too serious because he's just been spectacular this yeah, year. No but question. I, I always, I, I always question them when because they get, at the second they do anything, everybody starts talking about the Knicks. But uh, I, I, right now, I'd say it would have to be either the Knicks or Cleveland as the team that would threaten Boston because you mentioned I, I'm right with you with Doc Rivers. Um, we don't even know if Embiid is going to be back for the playoffs for Philadelphia. We don't know what the, they might be in the play-in round by the time um, he gets back. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it, it's um, <laughs> it, it, it's to be determined. But uh, Although, it, although it, my, it, my, yeah, Miami was yeah, in the cool. play-in round, got to the finals. Yeah, so, and so got all the way to the finals last year, and they still <laughs> And if Jimmy, let's put it this way, if Jimmy Butler plays in the playoffs like he did last year, they could, they, they'd have a chance to do it again because he was – ungodly good um, before they and, got to the finals last year. And, and Spolstra's a good, you got to give Spolstra, he's yeah, a good coach, he knows coach. what he's doing. Yeah. Alright, yeah. I'll leave you with this, the Pelicans didn't make any moves uh, mm-hmm. up to the trade deadline. Uh, a lot of people call me complaining that they still don't have a true point guard, which I agree, I think is an issue. I don't mm-hmm. like when Zion is taking the ball down the court, I just don't like that. I think that's not going to work in the playoffs yeah. and down the road, and so I'm concerned about that. And then, you know, I think their rim protection issue as well uh, but they, but when they're on, when they shoot well, yeah. and when Zion goes inside, they're a dangerous team. Where do you see them finishing uh, the the season? Do you see them in the play-in, or you think they'll be in the I top don't. six? I, I, I think I think they're going to win fifty games this year. Because um, I, I think they've gotten to the point where the bad teams just aren't beating them anymore. Because they just they've got too much firepower for them. Um, this is, of course. Assuming everybody stays healthy, and I didn't, I didn't think they, I didn't think they needed to trade for anybody because, yeah, they, the weaknesses you mentioned they have, but I don't think anybody they were going to pick up were going to make much of a difference, and that was going to mess up their chemistry, having to put in a new guy. I think they, they've never played with the, if they, they've never had this lineup in the playoffs before. I don't trust how they would play in the playoffs, but I want to find out. I want to see what they can play like with C.J. McCollum healthy, <laughs> with Zion healthy, with Brandon Ingram healthy, and, and a pretty good supporting cast um just see what can happen because they, they've never they've never had that before so so uh well, nah, yeah. i think they made the right decision not doing anything at this point and they they definitely have to do something for the future but for this year i, I think they got i think they can beat anybody in the west not they will except for the except for the nuggets i don't i'm not saying they will beat them but i think they can yeah, I agree. I don't think they can beat Denver at all. And I don't no, think it, see my my. And I'll leave you with this. I don't think the reason why I like Denver is I don't think anybody can beat Denver four times. Yeah, so we'll exactly. see how that goes. All right, Gary. Well, it's a good talk. You thanks again for joining me. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you real soon. Then. Thanks for having me on. All right, thank you. That was uh, Gary Smith, and uh, I would just say as we go to break, we're going to have Glenn Gilbo on next. We'll talk to him too about the NBA. But uh, yeah, that's that's my position. When I saw the odds come out and Boston's a favorite, they're like five to two to win the NBA championship. I don't like the coach 
at Boston. I just don't think they can win with him. And some of those decisions he made last year, they were lucky to get out of that Philly series. And they almost they almost spoiled my prediction that Doc Rivers could never get to a conference final, which I think will stay uh, in in place uh, with Milwaukee this year as well. But uh, yeah, I just don't think anybody can beat Denver four times. So I think at nine to two, Denver's a great bet to win the uh, championship, assuming they have no injuries. All right, we're live here till 11 a.m. We're talking a lot of different things here, uh, basketball and, uh, and entertainment, all that great stuff, Super Bowl a little bit as well. We'll be back from Premier Jeep Dodge right after these messages. The following is a paid endorsement. He's a man of Choosing your attorney can be a life-changing decision. Chip Forstall has over 28 years of experience, giving you the personal attention that you need. If you or a loved one has been injured, you need a lawyer to protect you, your family, and work to get compensation for your injuries. Contact the law office of Chip Forstall today, located at 320 North Carrollton Avenue, New Orleans, or call us at 483-3400. That's 483-3400. Or log on to www.chipforstall.com today. You need caring, aggressive, and effective representation. You need personal attention. You need Chip Forstall. Are you suffering from neck and back pain from a recent car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services, and chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me. Dr. T. Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone in our 12th season for LA Medical Management Corporation, located at 2930 Canal Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. And they are open Monday through Thursdays, 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. and Fridays, 8 to 5 p.m. At LMMC, they handle primary care, physical therapy, and diagnostic testing. With medical doctors on staff, they are the personal injury specialists and the leaders in accident-related health care. Call them today at 504-821-2574. You can provide the life-changing opportunity of a quality education to a disadvantaged Louisiana student at almost no cost. For those inclined to make a difference and fortify our community, it's a no-brainer. 95% of every donation to ACE scholarships directly funds a deserving child scholarship and you receive a 95% tax credit through the Louisiana Tuition Donation Credit. To learn more, call Arthur Dupre at 504-710-1132. Tired of placing multiple calls to multiple vendors and getting the runaround? Turn to one resource who can get it done, Sir Speedy. We provide a wide spectrum of print, signs, and marketing services, all backed by more than five decades of experience. So when you need that new brochure, direct marketing campaign, or signage to promote your brand, give us a call at 504-586-9812 or visit us online at sirspeedyneworleans.com. Everything you need, one resource, Sir Speedy. Premier, uh, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram here, 13,000. I-10 service road, right off the I-10 east, uh, going towards, of course, um, uh, Mississippi here, uh, right off Bullard. And uh, they're open every day, 
uh, 9 to 8, except for Sunday, of course. And uh, also, um, come on down, man. The, the endemic doesn't start till like 4 or 5 o'clock, right? So you got plenty of time. But anyway, let's move to our next guest, Glenn Gilbert with Outkick.com. So, Glenn, thanks for joining me this morning. Hey, Mitch, what's happening? Hey, man, so uh, we're talking a little bit about N NBA basketball here and uh, Pelicans. Uh, you know, I think they were happy. I would take a split if I'm playing the Clippers and the Lakers in L.A., and that's what they accomplished. They beat the Clippers, but then lost uh, to the uh, Lakers. But they're sitting and with eight games over 500. That's how good the West has been record-wise this year, that the Pelicans are still would be in the play-in as of today, but they've got a lot of, they've got some easy games coming up. I just want your thoughts in general on the NBA, because I think this is a, the, it's gotten to be very mediocre, the NBA. There's a lot of bad teams in the league, and uh, I think that's helping the Pelicans, it's helping the good teams. Uh, what are your thoughts? And then we're hearing that this is not going to be a very good draft, a uh, basketball draft coming up in June. So I want to get your thoughts on, on the quality of the NBA this year. Well, I watched a little of the Pelican Lakers last night and, you know, the Lakers there early looked like they were going to blow them out, but the, uh, the Pelicans stayed in the game. It was, it was great just watching Zion run around without looking like he was hurt or anything. And, you know, they, um, they probably could be more than eight games over 500. I mean, I wouldn't say they're a, a good team, but they look above average. So that's all you got to do to make the the playoffs. Um, but you know, they they look like they could get hot. Uh, and you know, I agree. I, I would say splitting two out in LA is is good. But uh, you know, the the uh, the NBA is not an extremely popular sport, particularly this time of year. I know the LSU South Carolina women's game. Outdrew all the NBA games that night, and um, and that's happened before with some with some women's games and obviously men's uh, college games. Uh, but uh, it's definitely going to be interesting for New Orleans if if they can, you know, get ten over five hundred or a little bit more and and have a good seed for the playoffs. Yeah, uh, that that uh, would not happen with the NFL, and uh, you know, there, there's no women's game that's going to out. Uh, perform, I think the NFL, but uh, the NFL's always been done much better than the NBA. Uh, what do you think the problem? With, I mean, are you thinking it's just because of the time of the season, or you think there's some problem in the NBA? I think a lot of issues are that they got a lot of bad press, and they didn't handle things really well during COVID. I, I think there's no question about that. Uh, but I also think um, the quality of the league's not great, and uh, and. Um, and so maybe people are, are turned off a little bit about that as well. What do you think the issues are with the NBA, why they're not more popular? You, do you think it's just this time of year, or you think it's a big problem in general for the, the NBA? Well, I think the season's too long, for one thing. Um, and people don't like to hear about load management. You know, that was a disaster. Um, you know, these guys obviously don't don't care. You, know, you really don't hear about that in other sports. Um, I mean, baseball players play a lot more games. You don't hear about load management with them. That wasn't popular. And, and I think the uh, they shouldn't be allowed to take the college players until after two years and, instead of one. Um, and, you know, you got too many guys that are drafted high who aren't ready to play in the NBA. And I think when that happens a lot over several years like it has, 
the overall skill level in, in the NBA is not good. And it ends up hurting both sports. When you take a guy too early, it hurts the college game. And if he's not ready, it hurts the NBA game. And it, it's also not, not popular either, I think, with, with fans. Because the uh, you know college basketball fans probably, definitely by the time the tournament comes around, everybody's watching that over the NBA. You know, um, so one of the, re- the one reason why I have Glenn on is because he's right on the money. I like exactly what you just said. Because I've been preaching that it should be a two-year minimum before they come. And, and, and an interesting thing, I'm not a big fan of NIL, Glenn, but what, what, if there's anything good that can come out of NIL, could it possibly? Because I think there's a couple of players that we talked about, I talked about with another guest, that are staying in college basketball because they're good at getting good NIL money, which means they can develop their games more before they come to the NBA. So if there's anything that's good, because I don't like NIL and I don't like not being not having to sit out a year for transferring, that that's a good thing, I guess, right? If a guy stays in college another year or two. Yeah, that is the one good thing about NIL. I, I think it, it could actually lead to players graduating from college more or at least staying and getting closer to graduating because if they're making money in college, even if they could make more in the NFL, if they stay in college, it's not like they're losing any money and then they could make more if they wait and go to the NFL. And you see some guys doing that because they're, they're seeing how many players at their position are in the draft and they're like, well, maybe I'll be better to wait a year. And the same thing in the NBA. I mean, you can make a lot of money with NIL, so why why go pro too early? And, uh, you know, who knows? They may actually get to know where some of the buildings are where you go to class in college. Well, it's it's become too much of a, a – it's a more liberal free agency, it seems like, than in the, in the pros, which I don't like. But uh, getting back to the Pelicans, um, I still think they're right around six or seven. I know they've got a, a bunch of games coming up that are very winnable. And they've this year, unlike other years, they've won most of those games against bad teams. But the other teams, the the top four teams, they have a five or six game lead over the Pelicans, so that's not going to be easy to catch them. That that brings Phoenix, Sacramento, and Dallas into play in the Lakers, and so you got to compete with those four or five teams for two spots to get in the top six. And I'm not wouldn't be surprised if the Pelicans are like a seven. And so uh, other people might disagree with me. Where do you see them uh, ending up? I mean, I know it's a hard to, to tell because they got like almost 30 games left to go. Well, I, I'm just wanting to see Zion go the whole season and then watch him turn it on in the, in the playoffs, you know, or, or toward the end of the season because, you know, we just haven't seen that. I, I think that would be really exciting. And, and really, if he's at the top of his game, it almost doesn't matter you know, whether they're this seed or, or that seed. But to, to your earlier point, I, I think one thing the NBA ought to do, instead of taking the all-star break now, they ought to take the all-star break during the NCAA tournament because not many people are watching them anyway. I <laughs> always thought that would be the best time for their That's break. not a bad idea because they still got to play like 20 games or so. That's not a, but, uh, no, I like that idea. That's not bad. Hey, Glenn, but we got to roll. But uh, I like that idea. Okay. I appreciate you talking to me this morning. Thanks for joining me again. All right. All right we'll Thank be back you. with more of the show live right after these messages.
following is a paid endorsement. He's a man of integrity. Choosing your attorney can be a life-changing decision. Chip Forstall has over 28 years of experience, giving you the personal attention that you need. If you or a loved one has been injured, you need a lawyer to protect you, your family, and work to get compensation for your injuries. Contact the law office of Chip Forstall today, located at 320 North Carrollton Avenue, New Orleans, or call us at 483-3400. That's 483-3400. Or log on to www.chipforstall.com today. You need caring, aggressive, and effective representation. You need personal attention. You need Chip Forstall. Are you suffering from neck and back pain from a recent car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services, and chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me. Dr. T. Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone in our 12th season for LA Medical Management Corporation located at 2930 Canal Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. And they are open Monday through Thursdays, 830 to 530 p.m. and Fridays, 8 to 5 p.m. At LMMC, they handle primary care, physical therapy, and diagnostic testing. With medical doctors on staff, they are the personal injury specialists and the leaders in accident-related health care. Call them today at 504-821-2574. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Jean Burns. It's Super Bowl weekend, and the American Gaming Association predicts 68 million people will place bets on the big game. Gaming officials say more than $23 billion will be legally wagered in the U.S. As for Louisiana, Gaming Control Board Chairman Ronnie John says it's hard to predict how much will be wagered on Super Bowl 58, but he says since sports betting went live at casinos, it's grown every month and boomed even more with mobile wagering. It depends on how well people bet or how bad they bet this weekend to see what the actual tax dollars that it'll generate. It's hard to give a, a dollar estimate right now, but you know we'll see those numbers in about a month. Meanwhile, police in Farmerville and the Union Parish Sheriff's Office have been on the scene of a shooting in that area with multiple victims this morning. It happened in the area of Goldie Street and Georgia Street. So far, there's been no word on the number of victims and the extent of their injuries. LRN. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Are your deductibles too high? Or are you completely uninsured? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Healthcare Help Desk can help you now when people need help the most. Health insurance laws and rules have changed. If you have Obamacare, are uninsured, or your premiums are too high, Call Healthcare Help Desk. It's free. New healthcare plans are available, and you may qualify for dental coverage and lower copays and deductibles. Make the free call now. Top quality coverage at the lowest prices anywhere. You may be paying too much and not even know it. In these troubled times, healthcare is more important than ever. Don't let another day go by without health insurance. 
Policies are being offered with very low copays and deductibles. So if you're uninsured, underinsured, or paying too much, call Healthcare Help Desk. Call 800-301-7166. 800-301-7166. 800-301-7166. endorsement. He's a man of Choosing your attorney can be a life-changing decision. Chip Forstall has over 28 years of experience, giving you the personal attention that you need. If you or a loved one has been injured, you need a lawyer to protect you, your family, and work to get compensation for your injuries. Contact the law office of Chip Forstall today, located at 320 North Carrollton Avenue, New Orleans, or call us at 483-3400. That's 483-3400. Or log on to www.chipforstall.com today. You need caring, aggressive, and effective representation. You need personal attention. You need Chip Forstall. Are you suffering from neck and back pain from a recent car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services, and chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me, Dr. This is Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating Company. Here's our jingle. Hope it bugs you. DA Exterminating, the real DA is on the way. Take your homes, got fleas or homes, got bugs. Crawl in the walls or on your rugs. We offer complete pest and termite control featuring the Centricon system. DA Exterminating Company, 800-650-PEST. All right, we're back here live at uh, Premier um, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram here at 13,000 I-10 Service Road right off the I-10 at Bullard. Here till 11 o'clock, be here every Saturday, uh, all the way through May, talking some basketball and uh, all the great festivals and all the great things going on in New Orleans. And my next guest, been on with me many times before, so I want to get his thoughts on a couple of topics that I think are very interesting that were brought up by our last guest. Uh, he is Hank Allen from WGNO TV. So, Hank, thanks for joining me this morning. Hey, good morning, Mitch. How are you? Doing good, man. Hey, and um. Uh, so first of all, of course, the trade deadline passed on February 8th, and there were some moves made, um, and then the Pelicans did not make any moves, of course, but yet they were had won four in a row, and then they lose to the Lakers, which wasn't a big surprise. I mean, they had beaten the Clippers a couple of nights before, so a split in L.A. is not a bad deal. So I want to get your thoughts on uh, them not making any moves uh, for the uh, up to the trade deadline. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's it could have gone either way. I guess I, I don't really have a problem with it. I think they have a ton of talent. I, I think the biggest problem, as we've discussed many times over the past couple of years, is you know the health factor. Can they stay healthy? Can you get everybody on the floor at one time for a consistent number of games? Uh, you've seen that quite a bit this year, and you see what it means. I mean, you know, they're eight or nine games over five hundred. 
looking pretty good in the West. They're not up at the top, but they're also not too far back. Like you said, just beat the Clippers, who is the number one team. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying they're going to go out and, and win the Western Conference or anything, but they certainly have enough talent to compete. And I don't necessarily uh, have a problem with not making a move. I, You know, if anything, maybe you could have gone and gotten a defender, maybe a perimeter defender, something like that. But, uh, you know, as long as you can get Zion focused and, and playing, you know, uh, inspired and everybody else healthy, everybody else healthy, you got Trey Murphy, you don't hit some threes. Um, you know, there's a lot of talent on that team. And so I don't know if you necessarily needed to make a deal. I just think you have to focus on everybody being healthy and, and you know, being on the floor for the playoff run. Yeah, that's going to be the key. And, uh, I think finishing uh, in a good position in the top six will be helpful, which I don't think is a done deal. And I kind of think they're somewhere between five and eight. And yeah. you got to think about teams like – because I think the top four, with like, like a five-game lead, um, you know, Denver's, Denver's not going anywhere. I mean, Minnesota and Oklahoma City have looked good. The Clippers – I think the Clippers are still a team that I'm not sold on. But you got to compete with Phoenix, Sacramento – Dallas and L.A. for those two spots to get in the top six, which I don't think is a done deal. And so I'm not saying I would be surprised to see the Pelicans still in the play-in situation, uh, although, you know, the, the schedule's easy. There's a lot of bad teams out there, but everybody gets to play the bad team. So uh, what are your thoughts on that? Do you, or do you think it doesn't necessarily matter where they end up um, at the end of the season? Well, you know, I think you have to avoid the play-in. Uh, I mean, you know, you, you got to get yourself in a solid position to where you avoid that scenario. I think that's goal number one. I'm with you. I'm not sold on the Clippers. I don't necessarily think they're going to win the conference. Um, you know, a lot of veteran guys, obviously, playoff experience. Not too many guys have won a title, though. So I still wouldn't necessarily pick them. But like you said, they're probably going to end up in the top four at Denver as well. Um, I just think if you're the Pelicans, you have to do everything you can to avoid that play-in scenario. And then the team that really scares me from a Pelican standpoint is the Sun. Now, I know they're not necessarily the top team in the conference by record. Uh, and that's not to say that the Pelicans would beat every other team, but they just have real matchup problems when they play them. And we've seen it before this season. Now, I mean, Devin Booker, for whatever reason, he plays the Pelicans. He goes out and he scores you know, 30 or 40 points seemingly in the first half. You know, and then you got Durant. They, they just have a real matchup problem with that team. So that, that's the scary team down the stretch for me if they were to come across them in the playoffs. But if they can avoid that play-in scenario, I like their chances to at least win, you know, one round, if not two, in the playoffs. Yeah, I would. Uh, I think the only team that could beat Denver's Phoenix. I think Denver's almost a lock. I mean, if they're healthy, I just don't. I, I know it. I did talk about 15 and 13 road record concerns me a little bit. Question is, is Denver coasting, uh, or is that an issue? So we'll see down the road. Um, the other issue we talked about is the ratings. The NBA ratings have not been great. I think it's a it's a combination of factors. I think the NBA is very mediocre. Uh, I think they didn't handle the the COVID situation very well. They did a lot of stuff that was not really cool. You know that that hurt them with ratings and the Black Lives Matter, all that kind of stuff you can talk about. That wasn't handled really well. The the uh, the the, uh, play, the load management has not helped them also. So there have been a lot of issues. But then I hear that the uh, women's college basketball team game 
out, uh, the ratings were better for a game like that over all NBA games that night. I don't care who's playing in women's college basketball. To me, that's an issue. That would not happen in the NFL. And so what are your thoughts? on the, And somebody suggested, which I don't disagree, maybe the all-star break should be during, um, you know, it's maybe it's not the right time of year. Maybe they should do it during the Final Four because nobody's watching that stuff anyway, or during the March Madness. That's an interesting idea. But what do you think the NBA needs to do, uh, if they can, to improve their ratings? Man, it's interesting, uh, you know, because you and I talk a ton about the mediocrity in the NFL. I mean, it was just, I think, a bad year to watch NFL this year. Yeah, but yet people agree. still do it. And so it's an interesting question because – I agree with you. The NBA has gotten to be a bit more uh, mediocre as well, and ratings are dipping there. I think it's a combination of factors. I think right now you've had you know, a lot of focus on the NFL playoffs, so that may have been impacting things. It's interesting, the women's college basketball argument. Obviously, I don't think that would be a long-term trend, but certainly something that you would never expect to see. I think they probably pick up as you get towards the playoffs. I just think people have realized, I think it's a couple of things. First off, the style of the game. You know, there's not as much of a physical nature as there used to be that people, you know, got used to watching. Now it's just everybody chucking up threes for a good portion of the game. The athletes are better than ever. The skills are probably better than ever. I mean, there's so many skilled guys, so many athletes, amazing talent. I think the style of play has turned people off because of, you know, where we've just gone to just three-point shooting all the time. You could make an argument for college basketball, say the same thing. So I think that's one factor. I don't think you have vocal superstars maybe like you used to. You know, you still got LeBron James, Steph Curry. They're getting a little older, though. You don't have the dynamic personalities of the young superstars. And I think that's one of the bigger problems. You know, if you name me two or three young and up-and-coming superstars, and there's, and there's several... They don't have dynamic personalities. I mean, think about the days of Jordan or Barkley or even going back to Kobe or and Allen Iverson, somebody like that, or Tracy McGrady. You know, just guys are great sound bites. Guys are just dynamic personalities to watch. You don't really have that. I mean, you know, you could look at Devin Booker or Jason Tatum. These guys are all very mild-mannered guys. Seem like nice guys. I mean, you know, great guys. But they don't have the dynamic personalities, I don't think, as front-line talent like they used to in the NBA. And I think that's a factor. Yeah, Zion is very quiet, soft-spoken yeah. guy, so that'd be an issue as well. Yeah, it's an interesting take. I think there's other, like I, I mentioned some of the other factors as well. And, uh, you know, maybe, you know, we, we did talk about, and we'll leave it on this one, the NIL thing, if there's anything good comes out of it, maybe the fact that these guys are making some money will stay in college a little bit longer and develop their skills so they don't throw them into the NBA where right. they're really not ready to go. So maybe that's, that will help as well. Well, look, the one and done uh, in college, uh, I think, yeah, look, I mean, it's all a trickle-down effect, right? The one and done hurt college basketball, and I think to your point, it hurt NBA basketball because you didn't have the development that you had previously with some of these guys coming out. And so I think that's an issue. And I can make the same argument for NFL. We talk about how mediocre the NFL is. Spread offenses, the style of play there, trickled up to NFL play now. You know, not quite the NFL skill model that you used to have coming out of college because of the way the college game is played. And I just yeah. think that's a factor. No question. Hey, uh, good stuff, man. Uh, thanks for joining me today. And uh, 
hopefully we'll talk real soon. We got a long way to go in the, uh, we got about 30 more games to go and then we get into the playoffs and see how that rolls with the Pelicans and hopefully they stay healthy. So thanks again, Hank. I really appreciate it. All right, man. Always a pleasure. Look, March Man is right around the corner. So coming into a fun time of year. Sounds good. Hey, good talking to you, man. Thanks. All right, man. All right, take care. Hey, um, I want to mention a couple of things. We'll go to break. Nova Dance. Dot com, the Lay Ballet, Damani Carlos coming up the Swan Lake. That's March 2nd at the Mahalia Jackson Theater. And again, NobaDance.com. You go on the website to get that information. Um, and then the uh, the Parson Dance with Alan Tucson Orchestra is also April 20th. And that's the Mahalia Jackson. And then the Kelly Gibson Foundation.org. Kelly Gibson Night of Jazz is March 1st at the beautiful Blue Room at the Roosevelt Hotel in the CBD. Um, and uh, also they have the golf tournament coming up the next day at the TBC and playtimberlane.com. Got to play golf a couple of times last week. Always fun to do that. You got the uh, tournament going on right now, Waste Management, Phoenix, Arizona. They got a couple more days to play. That's some rain coming in there. Uh, playtimberlane.com, 504-367-5010, 504-367-5010. We're going to take another break. We'll be back with Hunter Dawkins from the Gazette Gazebo to talk more uh, NBA uh, basketball, and we'll be back here live from Premier Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in the New Orleans East area right after these messages. The following is a paid endorsement. He's a man of integrity. Choosing your attorney can be a life-changing decision. Chip Forstall has over 28 years of experience, giving you the personal attention that you need. If you or a loved one has been injured, you need a lawyer to protect you, your family, and work to get compensation for your injuries. Contact the law office of Chip Forstall today, located at 320 North Carrollton Avenue, New Orleans, or call us at 483-3400. That's 483-3400. Or log on to www.chipforstall.com today. You need caring, aggressive, and effective representation. You need personal attention. You need Chip Forstall. Are you suffering from neck and back pain from a recent car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services, and chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me, Dr. T. Pay that other pest control company their, quote, home of the $650 termite treatment protection plan called DA. I'm Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating, and I bet we can beat that price. We offer different treatment methods featuring the Centricon bait system, and we have one of the best termite protection plans in the country. Before you pay $650 to another company, call DA. New Orleans Metro Area, North Shore, and Homa. DA Exterminating, complete pest and termite control services since 1959. Call 800-650-PEST. Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone in our 12th season for LA Medical Management Corporation located at 2930 Canal Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. And they are open Monday through Thursdays, 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. and Fridays, 8 to 5 p.m. At LMMC, they handle primary care, physical therapy, and diagnostic testing. 
With medical doctors on staff, they are the personal injury specialists and the leaders in accident-related health care. Call them today at 504-821-2574. Each year, hurricanes and major flooding threaten cities, towns, and rural homes across the Gulf states. So chances are there will be more storms and floods near here again. And between school, sports, and social lives, chances are you won't be with your kids when it happens. Will they know what to do? Ready.gov slash kids has all the educational tools and information to make the conversation easy. When the time comes, chances are they'll feel prepared, not scared. So talk with your family today. Back here live at uh, Premier um, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram here, 13,000 I-10 service road, right off the I-10 exit at Bullard. And talking a little bit of NBA basketball Pelicans, we got Hunter Dawkins with us now. So Hunter, thanks for joining me this morning. Mitch, it's always a pleasure. I appreciate it. Hey, so we uh, we saw the Pelicans split in LA, which is not a bad thing. You know, beating the Clippers, losing to the Lakers, and uh, they had won four in a row previously to lead to that. They're still sitting in the um, the play-in situation uh, with about what 30, 30 games left to go because they they played 52 and of course they play 82. So uh, I guess you could say right now uh, they're in a good, they're in pretty good shape. I mean they're uh, only really a game out of uh, being in the top five, and uh, you got 30 games left to go, and they're relatively healthy, which is a good thing. So want to get your thoughts on on the season so far. Well, Mitch, it's not even close really to how we were last year. However, with the injuries, obviously the Pelicans are doing a a lot better from that perspective. But one of the biggest problems for us has always been defense, and not only the defense, but the fact that, you know, we are kind of, I believe mean by that, the Pelicans are playing at a level to where they're kind of, playing good against better competition, but then for some reason they don't show up quite competitively against lower competition. For example, I'll give you, they beat the Clippers last week, and the Clippers are in the top you know, four of the NBA standings, but then they, the Pelicans barely beat the Spurs a couple of weeks ago, and that's a team that's at the lower level of Western Conference. There's just there's a little bit of a weird factor on that. Even though you've got guys, six guys, actually seven guys, scoring double-digit points for the Pelicans every game, there has you know, the Pelicans really need to find somebody who's going to take over and be your main guy. For instance, a Nikola Jokic or a Jason Tatum. They really need it, and of course the Pelicans thought Zion was going to be that guy, but there's no real testament that that's going to be the guy. Yeah, and uh, you know the Lakers scored, um, did something they haven't done since the '80s. All five stars had 20 or more points, and I know that's just one game, but I agree with you that hasn't been talked about enough. And I didn't bring it up as much with some of the other guests earlier. But right, defensively, the Pelicans have issues. There's no question about that. I think they're giving up uh, 113 points a game, which is not terrible in this era of the NBA because there's a lot of scoring going on in the NBA. But they didn't make any moves prior to the trade deadline. And uh, and some have said that because they really want to ride this thing out and see how it goes, hopefully their three best players are healthy 
the rest of the season going to the playoffs and just see what happens. And if it works well, great. If it doesn't, then they're going to have to make adjustments. Is that kind of what you think the philosophy was, that, that we're just going to ride it out exactly, and see how it goes? That's exactly what I think David Griffin is looking at because David Griffin wants to see, can the Pelicans get to the playoffs with the top three guys? And if they can't, or if they even if they get just to the play-in, he's going to cut cut ties with that because you know we have three, in my opinion, three of the best players in the game. However, there's really the, the problem with it. Last year looked great, but then there just wasn't any, you know, there wasn't any really fellowship. There wasn't any camaraderie. You know, going on, especially because of Zion's situation. Now they feels like the Pelicans have that camaraderie this year, but there's just no, there's no way at the top. There's nobody that's coming out and stepping out and being the leader of this team. I think they should have traded one of those three guys, but uh, I'm 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 okay with them rolling in with it this year. I just don't see them compete that I just don't think they could beat Denver or Phoenix. I think those are two teams they cannot beat. I think they have a chance to beat anybody else in a seven game series because I think Denver and Phoenix are the two best teams in the conference. And I think Phoenix is the only team can beat Denver, although I don't think it's going to happen. I think Denver's going to win again. But uh, so where do you think the Pelicans end up? You know, we got 30, we're 30 games away. The All-Star Break's coming up soon. Where do you see the Pelicans finishing? You think they're in the top six or they're in the play? Well, I think personally, Mitch, that that if they keep this group without any serious injury to one of the top three, I think personally they'll finish within the top five. But that being said, if they don't finish with the top five, then you're going to see it pretty much a severe breakup in, in, at the end of the season. But in, in my true opinion, that if uh, this team stays together right now at this, this level, they'll finish in the top five. Now, that well, doesn't they, mean they'll, they'll play Denver or somebody that will eventually beat them, but that's you know getting to the level of a team where Western Conference Finals, you need to at least get to that level to be able to get there eventually. Yeah, so in other words, a lot of people don't think if they're in the play-in, they can't get to the conference finals, although Miami got to the – was in a play-in and got to – well, that was in the East. That was a little bit different. But uh, – so they basically have to compete with – I think the top four are going to be tough because there's a five, six-game spread there. But I think they're going to basically have to compete with Sacramento, Dallas, and L.A. for two spots. So there's four yeah. teams vying for five and six, I think. Because yep. I, I think Phoenix, well, no, for, for actually six, because I think Phoenix is going to be in the top five. I, I don't think there's a question. So basically we're talking about six through nine, and uh, you're dealing with four teams, so the Pelicans are going to have to be better than Sacramento, Dallas, and the Lakers. And I'm not sure. I think Dallas is a dangerous team for the Pelicans. So we'll see. Or maybe yeah. even the Lakers. But So you feel like if they're healthy, they should be in the top five or six. I, I certainly agree with that, that Dallas is a questionable team, but also, too, you have the personnel in Dallas with Kyrie and Luka who are questionable players on every game anyway. So that being said, Phoenix, I, I don't really they're, – they're looking great. Booker's obviously playing uh, one of his all-time best. 
Durant is the questionable thing. Now, I know Durant is one of the best players in the NBA, but about how he's going to show up this night or that night, it's just been a little bit more confusing as to what it has been now. Um, Sacramento, the Sacramento is probably the best coached team in the NBA because they do more with their lack of resources. However, I think eventually it's going to, the time's going to come calling against Sacramento. We'll see how it goes. Hey, uh, it's always a play. Yeah, their their window, they're averaging 118.7 a game, a game, and they're giving up 117.9. So the fact that they're nine games over 500 with that difference shows you they're winning close games. So that you're right. Mike Brown, I've always liked Mike Brown. He's a good underrated guy, but he's a good dude as well. Hey, we got a roll, but it's always a pleasure. Thanks again for joining me, Hunter. Thank you, Mitch. Take care of yourself. All right, man, thanks. That was Hunter Dawkins, and we're going to wrap up the first hour. Second hour, we got Charles Hanegrip, Patricia Caputo. We're going to talk about college basketball, LSU as well as the college basketball landscape. I'll tell you what, Connecticut looks really good. If Connecticut hadn't won the national championship last year, I would kind of think that they're going to win this year. But it's tough to win two years in a row. But I want to mention all the great events coming up. KellyGibsonFoundation.org, his Night of Jazz fundraiser. That's Friday, March 1st. At the uh, Blue Room at the Roosevelt Hotel, the second, the next day on Saturday, they have the golf tournament at TPC. You've got the uh, NobaDance.com late ballet to Monte Carlo. The Swan Lake is March second, uh, which is a Saturday night, 7:30, and the Mahalia Jackson Theater. And there's also the Parsons Dance with the Alan Tucson Orchestra, which is April 20th, at the Mahalia Jackson Theater, 7:30 p.m. And then, of course, PlayTimberlane.com. Uh, over go play Timberland. I've been playing there. I played there last week a couple of days. 504-367-5010 or go on the website. They got the Golf Vantage program. You can join them. Program and book tee times and get all that great access. All right, we're going to uh, wrap it up the first hour of the show. We're live here for one more hour here at uh, Premier Chrysler uh, Dodge Jeep Ram here at 13,000 I-10 Service Road. Our, right off the I-10 exit at Bullard. And we'll be back for hour number two of New Orleans Today, live right after these messages. The following is a paid endorsement. He's a man of integrity. Choosing your attorney can be a life-changing decision. Chip Forstall has over 28 years of experience, giving you the personal attention that you need. If you or a loved one has been injured, you need a lawyer to protect you, your family, and work to get compensation for your injuries. Contact the law office of Chip Forstall today, located at 320 North Carrollton Avenue, New Orleans, or call us at 483-3400. That's 483-3400. Or log on to www.chipforstall.com today. You need caring, aggressive, and effective representation. You need personal attention. You need Chip Forstall. Are you suffering from neck and back pain from a recent car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services, and chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me. 
Dr. This is T. Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating Company. Here's our jingle. Hope it bugs you. DA Complete pest and termite control featuring the Centricon system. DA Exterminating Company, 800 650 Pest. Hey, this is Christian Garrick of The Christian Garrick Show. Listen to me weekdays, noon to 2, only on WGSO 990 AM New Orleans. USA News, I'm John Schaefer. Several Republican lawmakers are urging the U.S. Attorney General to contemplate invoking the 20th Amendment to oust President Biden. The amendment, previously sought by Democrats during Donald Trump's presidency, permits the removal of a president deemed incapacitated to the extent of being unable to carry out their duties. A Justice Department report issued Thursday described Biden as an elderly individual with diminishing memory faculties. The White House is resisting the findings of that Justice Department special counsel's report on President Biden's management of classified documents. White House counsel spokesman Ian Sams deemed the report's criticism of Biden's poor memory as unwarranted and unnecessary. We just reject that this is true. And, and I think that it, it does raise questions about the gratuitousness and it raises, you know, makes you wonder why that's in there. Sams stated that the report lacks evidence to support these assertions. House Republicans are aiming for success with their second attempt to impeach the Secretary of Homeland Security. Their initial vote to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas for his management of the southern border fell short earlier this week. Next week, when they try again, they'll have House Majority Leader Steve Scalise, who was absent during the first vote due to treatment for blood cancer. Israel is anticipated to launch an invasion of Rafah, the largest refugee camp in Gaza for displaced Palestinians. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has instructed the military to ready for civilian evacuations in the city, which acts as the primary entry point for humanitarian aid into Gaza. A spokesperson from the U.S. State Department stated that an operation in Rafah is not something they would endorse. According to the FAA, a Boeing 737 MAX operator discovered loose bolts in the rudder control system of the aircraft. The Federal Aviation Administration received a report from an operator in December regarding a missing nut, washer, and bolt that had shifted position. This is USA News. Attention, this is a public notice from the Social Security Disability Helpline. If you're one of the millions of Americans who are disabled and unable to work, you may be eligible for disability benefits from Social Security. Receiving benefits is your right. If you suffer from physical or mental disability, whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied, we can help. We'll evaluate your situation and deal with Social Security on your behalf. Best of all, there's no fee until you receive your benefits. Remember, we only get paid if you win your case. There are many reasons and conditions that may make you eligible for disability benefits. Many of them you may not be aware of. So if you're disabled and unable to work, call now to get started with your free, no-obligation consultation. 800-362-9337. 800-362-9337. That's 800-362-9337. 
Ticket prices for this Sunday Super Bowl are skyrocketing. According to StubHub, it is shaping up to be the priciest Super Bowl to date, with tickets for the game at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas commanding an average price of $8,600. A StubHub spokesperson noted a surge in demand to witness the showdown between the San Francisco 49ers and the defending champion Kansas City Chiefs. They mentioned that 38% of the ticket sales originate from California, while 10% come from Kansas and Missouri. It's expected that more than 100 million Americans will tune into the Super Bowl on Sunday, drawn in by various elements of the event. I will, but I've always watched the Super Bowl with my dad, so it's not going to be new. Everybody's going to be watching it. I don't think you're going to see nobody in the streets <laughs> unless they go get some beer or something. Some will be captivated by the game itself, while others eagerly await the commercials or ushers' halftime performance. According to a CDC report, a significant factor driving teens with suspected substance abuse issues to turn to drugs is their attempt to alleviate stress and anxiety. The report highlights elevated levels of anxiety, depression, and hopelessness among American teens. Nearly three out of four surveyed teens admitted to using drugs in order to achieve a sense of calmness, relaxation, or mellowness. And The Daily Show will welcome back a familiar face next week as Jon Stewart returns to host the Comedy Central show on Monday nights starting February 12th. Stewart, the former host, will take over the desk through the 2024 elections. I'm John Schaefer, USA News. Hi, I'm Ronnie Deutsch, and if you or your business owe money to the IRS, I've got great news for you. Tax laws have changed. Billions of dollars are earmarked for IRS Fresh Start programs. And if you qualify, you can literally save tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, I know what you're going through. Call me if you want to speak with a tax attorney or tax professional for free. 800-284-9275. That's 800-284-9275. Welcome to our second season of New Orleans Today. Talking New Orleans Pelicans, LSU, and UNO basketball, entertainment, and festival season this winter and spring. Now, let's go live to premier Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram in New Orleans at 13,000 I-10 Service Road with your host, WGSO radio personality, Mitch Gibbs. All right, we're here for hour number two, live here for one more hour up to 11 a.m., talking a little bit of everything, uh, NBA, Pelicans, LSU, college basketball. Uh, what's going on? We go, of course, and Damian is this afternoon in Mid-City. And Mardi Gras, we got, what, we got just four more days, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, and we'll move on from that. But uh, let me get my uh, next guest uh, with ESPN Baton Rouge, Charles Hanegrip, on with me right now. So, Charles, thanks, thanks for joining me this morning. Hey, good morning, Mitch. How are you? Doing good, man. Hey, so, um, you know, looking at the SEC standings, and interesting that you've got uh, four teams with very close records, Alabama, South Carolina, Auburn, and Tennessee. And even and Kentucky's not even in the top four, but they have, uh, you know, they're number 17 in the country. LSU's four and five. We talked about that a little bit last week. Um they, they look good in uh, Saturday, but then they had a rough game against Tennessee. It was a very good basketball team. But uh, LSU, you, do you see LSU as a 500 team in the conference, or do you think they're going to end up probably below 500 when we finish the, uh, the conference uh, play? I think they'll probably finish below 500. I think six or seven wins is probably where they're going to end up. They're in a stretch of five games that started with Tennessee. They're going to be underdogs in all five of these games. 
you know, the Tennessee game today, uh, Florida, South Carolina, Kentucky, that, that's just a really rough stretch. Uh, like I said, they'll be underdogs in all five of those games. If, if they could get one, uh, it, it would be uh, an upset. So uh, once you get past that, the schedule does ease at the very end of the season. You get Missouri, who hasn't won a game yet. You get Fandy, who hasn't been very good. You get Arkansas, who's apparently got you know a lot of problems right now that you you thump pretty good at home. So there's a chance to snare some wins and get up to you know maybe seven wins or so. But I would it, it would take some real upsets to get them to nine. So if you press for a prediction, I'd say seven and eleven is probably my best best guess. Yeah, the uh, you know we talked last week in about the NIL and. You made some good points about LSU needs them to have a more commitment to that from the basketball perspective. And uh, is it too early just to say right now, since we're kind of in the middle, or you know, maybe the second half of the season, where where we project LSU to be next year? Do you think they're going to be more committed uh, for next year to get to have a better team on the court? What are your thoughts on that? It's a pretty light recruiting class. Uh, you know, they signed two players in the early period. Uh, you know, one of them is a top 50 guy. He's an LSU legacy. Uh, he's certainly a very good player. And the other one's a, a nice player. But if you're asking me, are there a bunch of impact guys on the way? Like, the, the first year, Will Wade, you know, he came in on the, on the short recruiting year and put in a, a team that was competitive enough to get into the NIT. But everybody knew that the next year you had some real talent coming. You had Nas Reed and Darius Days and Emmett Williams. And, you know, help was on the way. I don't know that help is on the way for this group. I mean, will they be a little bit better next year, depending on the retention off of this team? They've made some strides. They're better than they were last year. Will they be a little bit better than they are this year, next year? Maybe. That, that could happen. But if you're asking me, is there this big influx of talent coming? Is there this big wave? Is LSU going to catapult themselves into the, the top portion of the SEC? I, there's still a late signing period in the, in the summer for the, you know, in the transfer, late transfer portal, but I don't see that. I see another kind of middle-of-the-road team for LSU next year. As of right now, that could change. Yeah, um, and what are your thoughts on the, the, the quality of the conference as well? I mean, you've got Four teams, uh, you know, well, five teams that are ranked in the top 25. and uh, But we're, we're talking about Connecticut a lot and North Carolina and teams like that. And uh, I, I know Tennessee's the highest-ranked team. Is there anybody in the SEC that you think has a legitimate shot, shot to win? So let's say just make the Final Four, for example. Yeah, I think the Southeastern Conference is in better shape from top to bottom than I've seen it in a long time. You know, about 10 years ago, the league hired Mike Trangisi, who is the, the architect of the, the original Big East, to come in and give him some advice on why the SEC men's basketball was so bad outside of just a couple of uh, two or three teams every year. One year they had three teams make the NCAA tournament, and Trangisi didn't offer anything that was earth-shatteringly unique. He said, hey, why don't you go out and spend some money, improve your facilities, hire some better coaches, and quit trying to schedule like you're in the Southland Conference. And the most of the schools took that to heart. Uh, you know, they, there's been a big resurgence in basketball in the last five years, you know, or the last ten years, I would say. Look how much better Auburn is. 
Uh, South Carolina's got, uh, you know, their best team since their Final Four team this year. Um, you know, the team, Ole Miss, to go get a coach like Chris Beard. They're, Arkansas is having a bad year this year, but the three years prior, they were in the Sweet 16. Right now, the SEC is a better conference top to bottom than the ACC. Did you ever think you would, you would say that in basketball? I think you've got a chance for eight teams out of the 16 to make the NCAA tournament and probably another two or three that will make the NIT. I think Tennessee is absolutely a bona fide Final Four candidate. I think Alabama is, too. I think if Auburn caught the right draw, they might get there. Um, Kentucky could get hot. You know, they, they play absolutely no defense, but they can score. So, and, and they got a game with Gonzaga today, which is really, really interesting because Gonzaga's got a 25 NET right now, but I don't think they're in the NCAA tournament. They don't have a quad one win to their name. So that should be a real fun game to watch in Lexington. But the SEC from top to bottom is... Hey, um, Charles, uh, I think we lost Charles there for a sec. Yeah, so... Uh, oh, yeah, now I hear Charles. Yeah, Charles, and I was going to say, we just lost you for a second there. I'm wondering if, because I really like the... Uh, the uh, e that I'm not a big fan of uh, some of the things that ESPN broadcasts, but I do like the SEC story basketball sto uh, uh, series they've done. I wonder if that's helped because they're such great stories. I mean, they did something with Sonny Smith, which I thought was really interesting. Obviously, Dale Brown connected LSU. I wonder if that's helped them because there's a lot of great history in SEC basketball. And... Um, I'm wondering, do you think that's had any impact on, on the improvements uh, in the SEC uh, basketball? Like you said, that they have a chance to have a, have a lot of teams in the tournament. Is any thoughts on that? Trying to get uh, Wayne here, Charles here. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I was just asking Charles. We're still getting him back on the last couple of minutes we have in the segment, but I'm just wondering, because that's been like a really cool series to see, all the great, you know, the Auburn-Alabama rivalry in basketball. You think about the Iron Bowl in football and, the, in, 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 uh, you know, the Dale Browns and all the great stories in SEC basketball. And there was a lot of great SEC – I mean, look, Kentucky's won national championships with several different coaches, uh, three to four different co – five different coaches. You think of Rupp and Hall and, uh, and uh, also Calipari – and uh, and uh, uh, Patino and I'm leaving and Tubby. So you know you've had national and Florida won back-to-back -back national championships as well in the SEC. So that's interesting. I want to mention a couple other things again. The Kelly Gibson Foundation.org. His fundraiser coming up March 1st at Night of Jazz at the Blue Room at the Roosevelt Hotel. Uh, and then the, the, the following day on Saturday, they're going to have the golf tournament. We talked about playtimberlane.com. Call them at 504-367-5010 as well. Also, Nova Dance has a lay ballet to Monte Carlo. The Swan Lake coming up on March 2nd. Uh, that's 7.30 p.m. at the Mahalia Jackson Theater. And um, also, of course, we're live here till 11 o'clock at every Saturday, 9 to 11, all the way through May here at Premier uh, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram here at 13,000 I-10 service road, right off the I-10 exit at Bullard. Uh, I want to thank uh, Charles, and we'll, we'll have, we always have him on so many times, so we'll have him back on. 
And we got Patricia Caputo, so we're going to talk more SEC and LSU basketball here, live here. It's our second season of New Orleans today, talking all these great things, sporting events, uh, the sports, NBA basketball, college basketball, festivals, all the great fundraisers. We got a Demi in this afternoon in Mid-City, all the way up to Gallier Hall. So we'll be back with more of the show live here at uh, Premier Chrysler um, Dodge Jeep Ram here on uh, I-10 Service Road in New Orleans. We're live right after these messages. Are you suffering from neck and back pain from a recent car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services, and chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me, Dr. T. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. <laughs> the dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Do you have ghosts in your house? Well, I do. Hi, it's Bloody Mary, your local spirit guide, psychic medium, and celebrity ghost hunter. I run the Haunted Museum and Voodoo Spirit Shop in the French Quarter. Come to a ghost hunt with us and sharpen your communication skills with the other side. Don't be afraid. I'll teach you how to, as we learn and do, go ghost hunting, join a Victorian seance, and explore the beyond. Did you know that you can even plan an entire haunted night at the museum for your private party? Seven days, seven nights. Join us. BloodyMaryNewOrleans.com. Big Easy Pet Shop and Rescue is a nonprofit volunteer run rescue. We provide adoption services and care for homeless animals across the New Orleans metro area. We also offer pet supplies and grooming services at our downtown and Marigny locations. The shops are located at 839 Spain Street and 513 Dumaine Street and are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays and noon to 6 on Saturdays, noon to 5 on Sundays. We can be found on the web at BigEasyPetShop.com. Support local animals in need by shopping and adopting with Big Easy Animal Rescue. Howdy, everybody. This is Jackie Gumbo inviting you to join me each and every Sunday from 5 to 6 p.m. for Uncle Jackie's Gumbo. A little bit of this and a whole lot of that each and every Sunday from 5 to 6 p.m. only on WGSO 990 AM New Orleans or WGSO.com. Bring your gumbo, baby. We're going to have us a blast. This is Kate Delaney from America Tonight. The show kicks on at midnight, and I'm loving the overwhelming support in New Orleans. What a group of fantastic listeners here on WGSO 990 AM. Join me every morning to catch up on what I call the buzz in your backyard and mine. You'll hear some of the most interesting people on the planet from the world of business, politics, sports, and, well, just intriguing people with a story to tell. If you're around, give us a call. Don't worry, I'll spit out the number plenty of times on the air. Let's agree to meet at midnight right here on WGSO 990 AM in New Orleans. All right, we're back here live, and we'll be here to the top of the hour here uh, talking uh, a little more college basketball here. Um, we are just talking with Charles Hanegraaff, good stuff from him, but we got Patricia Caputo with Tiger TV to join us. More talk about LSU, SEC, and, of course, 
March Madness. We're not too far away from that. So, Patricia, thanks for joining me this morning. Hi, Matt. I appreciate you having me on today. Uh, yeah, it's good having you on as well. And we were talking a little bit about, you know, the, 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 the fact that the SEC went through some struggles. And uh, this year you've got five teams in the top 25. And, uh, you know, there's a possibility you could have six, maybe seven in the tournament. Of course, that would not be LSU, hopefully next year. But um, from the last week we talked, I mean, LSU won a game, lost a game. They got a tough stretch coming up. Um, what do you expect to see playing some ranked teams, probably going to be underdogs in most of those games? What would you like to see LSU do in those next five or so games? Right. You'll play Alabama today at 11 a.m., and then you're going to go on, you'll play a team like Kentucky and so on and so forth. And the goal right now is to build credibility, especially if you're Matt McMahon. I expect a lot of players to enter in the transfer portal again this season. So Matt McMahon has to try to either encourage kids from a transfer portal to come in and play or build from the ground up and try to get some high school kids to come in. And I think that might be his best option to try to prove to LSU he needs to keep his job because he's building something here, which he hasn't done in the last few years. Well, there's been talk about the, the commitment of LSU to the transfer portal. Well, the NIL, I guess, would be a better way to say it. Uh, you know, from a basketball perspective, and that McMahon needs to be more aggressive with that uh, because, like you said, he could lose some players, and he's got to get better anyway. And this will be his third year coming up. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Do you feel like that there, you see that as a positive? You think LSU is progressing in that direction, or you have concerns about that? I think the positive is that LSU has the NIL money. It's not like you can't get good players to come here, even the SEC in general. You know, everyone, oh, it's a football school, it's a football conference, but it's not. Just like you said, multiple SEC teams in the top 25. Matt McMahon has the credibility in terms of LSU. He needs to build the credibility himself. Do players want to come play for him? That's a question that I'm not sure if we have answered yet. And especially, can you have at least one superstar come play for you? That's a question that I don't think we're going to get answered this season. But if you keep the games close against these ranked matchups, it just takes one kid, even from if you can get a kid from Louisiana, the border states of Louisiana, who have wanted to play for LSU, who have a little bit of passion, who know they can get some NIL money along with it, that could help them build a franchise or at least start building something more than just taking kids in a transfer portal every year and hoping that the team can string together a few wins to be decent. Yeah, I mean, you know, he got really, I'm, I think you would agree with me, he got hired on the fact that he got John Morant, which is, the story's crazy. The kid's just getting some at a vending machine and they bond and everything works out and then they, they won, I think, a game or so in the tournament his last year there. and But it's hard to find guys like John Moran, right? It's like, uh, you know, especially obscure situation like that was. But I think that's really how he got the job. And so that would concern me a little bit in terms of, because it's going to be hard to find another John Moran. So, um, so you feel like he's got to be more, he's got to sell himself. That's the important thing to get LSU to the level that they want to be at. Yes, like you said, unless he stands around a ton of more vending machines, I don't think you're going to go out and find another John Morant. But you do. You need to have players that want to play for you. And what makes them want to play for you? At least if you're winning. Again, at least if you're keeping it close. Um, and, yeah, so you, you, you're trying to 
find what other credibility do I have than John Morant, who I think also LSU hired him because they thought they were going to get more sanctions. They didn't know how this was going to go. They put it in his contract that he would get an extra year if LSU got suspended and things of that nature. So you're, you were trying to find that middle ground if you're LSU of we might get in trouble, we need a coach who wants to come here, and we need a coach with some decent credibility. Now it's like, okay, John Morant is in the league. There's, that's only, it's only been him. You need to find somebody else. You need to find one or two more, again, decent players who can come in and at least start building something for you, not a guy who's going to go to the NBA right away, not a guy who's going to enter the transfer portal after the next year, a guy who's committed to LSU. Yeah, and uh, in talking about the SEC in general, we talked about the five ranked teams. Is there anyone out there that you feel – has a has a like at least a 50-50 or greater shot to be a Final Four team. I mean, we talk about Auburn; they've had some good history with Bruce Pearl. Uh, Alabama was was went, was should have been done better last year. I mean, they were I thought they were a Final Four team last year. Tennessee, I'm just not sold on Tennessee. It's always the same every year with Tennessee. They look nice, and then when you get to the tournament, it just doesn't happen. So, is there anybody uh, in that top? And, you know, Kentucky always has a talent. They're not playing a lot of defense these days. And Calipari is underachieved there. I mean, that's the – I love Cal, but it's, it's the bottom line. Who do you feel good about that has a shot to make the Final Four in the SEC? Yeah, I like what you said about Tennessee because it's true, but I think they might have a shot this year. Like you said about Kentucky, just not seeing what you want to see. They did just beat Kentucky last Saturday, 103-92. to They kept it close with South Carolina, who I think is – a better dominant team um, uh, for women's and men's, but in this case, men sitting at number 15. But Tennessee has been waiting to get over this hump, and I think that they could do this. Uh, they do play number 12 Auburn in a few weeks, February 28th. That's right now their next ranked matchup. But after that, you have ranked matchups like you have Auburn, Alabama, South Carolina, and Kentucky. So I think toward the end of the season, that's where you're really going to see what defines this team and how this team will play in the tournament. Yeah, it just seems like they, um, they they just have a history of being in the mix, and then it just doesn't happen for them. So, and and then you get back to uh, Connecticut looks good. I've seen them play a couple of times, but they won last year, and it's tough to win two years in a row. And um, and I know North Carolina looked great. They beat Duke, then they lose to Clemson, who's only beaten them twice. I think in like. 60 times there, something like that. So um, I guess what you would say in general, it's pretty wide open. Unless Connecticut is just so dominant, it's, it's again, going to be a pretty wide open tournament. Is that what you think? Yeah, this is what makes March fun. I mean, you remember St. Peter's just a few years ago coming out. They beat a team like Purdue. You never expect it. And that's why you go in. The rankings don't matter anymore. You just have to get there. And then it's all about your determination, your practice, your passion. And, again, like this is what you make, guys. This is why I love NIL because you do. You can make kids who might never make it to the, NFL, uh, the NBA rather get this NIL money, get recognition, for their talents, and that's what makes March better than what I think any other playoff scenario because of the history it can make. Yeah, and um, you know, you think about last year, you had uh, you know Florida Atlantic and Tulane's conference, who's having a good year, and they got to the Final Four. 
And they got to the national championship game, actually. And then you have University of Miami, who's had a lot more success in football, and they made it. So, yeah, that's it's always Cinderella, like Dale Brown used to say, Cinderella. So we'll see how that mm-hmm. goes. Uh, and we'll see. It's we still got a few weeks. You got the conference tournaments coming up, the rest of the uh, of the regular season. And so uh, my last question, I'll let you go. Where do you expect LSU to finish in the conference this year? Yeah, I think right now they're sitting – Right in the middle, I would say, I don't know if they're going to switch it up too much. They might be able to jump Ole Miss, possibly, maybe Texas A&M, but especially now that they're even out, I would say they'd go right ahead at Ole Miss. Okay. Well, we'll see how that goes. Right. Yeah. We got to roll. probably step in. Okay. All right, Patricia, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for joining me this morning. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on this. Good stuff there from Patricia Caputo from Tiger TV. And uh, we're going to take another break. we got Mark Roman coming on, who was just in Las Vegas, where they're going to play the Super Bowl tomorrow. I'm not big on all that hype and all that stuff, but we'll get Mark's thoughts because he, part of his, there, he was a mission there because they're going to pass the torch, or they're passing the torch to New Orleans because the Super Bowl is in New Orleans uh, in 2025 in February. So we'll get his thoughts on how that went down. We'll be back live here uh, from Premier Chrysler Dodge Jeep after these messages. Following is a paid endorsement. He's a man of integrity. Choosing your attorney can be a life-changing decision. Chip Forstall has over 28 years of experience, giving you the personal attention that you need. If you or a loved one has been injured, you need a lawyer to protect you, your family, and work to get compensation for your injuries. Contact the law office of Chip Forstall today, located at 320 North Carrollton Avenue, New Orleans, or call us at 483-3400. That's 483-3400. Or log on to www.chipforstall.com today. You need caring, aggressive, and effective representation. You need personal attention. You need Chip Forstall. Tired of placing multiple calls to multiple vendors and getting the runaround? Turn to one resource who can get it done, Sir Speedy. We provide a wide spectrum of print, signs, and marketing services, all backed by more than five decades of experience. So when you need that new brochure, direct marketing campaign, or signage to promote your brand, give us a call at 504-586-9812 or visit us online at sirspeedyneworleans.com. Everything you need, one resource, Sir Speedy. WGSO 990 AM is the only locally owned and operated talk station in New Orleans. We feature 20 local hosts discussing a variety of topics in an era when the daily newspaper is being discontinued and our competitors are out-of-state media conglomerates. We ask you, our listeners, to support local programming on a local station. To advertise or sponsor one of our great shows, contact me at jeff at wgso.com or call 504-669-6076. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm John Burns. The Landry administration has presented state lawmakers now with a proposed $44 billion budget. Commissioner of Administration Taylor Barra says the proposed budget has more dollars for state police, as the governor wants to add more troopers and form a specific troop to work with the New Orleans Police Department in fighting crime. Just a lot of startup that goes into an effort of that magnitude. So we worked closely with them on establishing what that number would be. 
State police are in New Orleans right now assisting NOPD for the last weekend of carnival season. Authorities are reminding revelers to use common sense in order to avoid becoming the victim of a crime. Lieutenant Melissa Mady says don't carry large amounts of cash, avoid walking in dark areas, and remember there's safety in numbers, so never walk alone. Pay attention to your surroundings and try to limit cell phone use while walking in large crowds because at that point you can become a victim, especially when you're distracted. You just become an easier target at that point. LRN. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Are your deductibles too high? Or are you completely uninsured? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Healthcare Help Desk can help you now when people need help the most. Health insurance laws and rules have changed. If you have Obamacare, are uninsured, or your premiums are too high, call Healthcare Help Desk. It's free. New healthcare plans are available, and you may qualify for dental coverage and lower copays and deductibles. Make the free call now. Top quality coverage at the lowest prices anywhere. You may be paying too much and not even know it. In these troubled times, healthcare is more important than ever. Don't let another day go by without health insurance. Policies are being offered with very low copays and deductibles. So if you're uninsured, underinsured, or paying too much, call Healthcare Help Desk. Call 800-301-7166. 800-301-7166. 800-301-7166. Are you suffering from neck and back pain from a recent car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services. And chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me, Dr. T. Hi, I'm William Wallace. You can hear me live on Tuesday nights at 5 o'clock here on WGSO or see what I had to say on Facebook at William Wallace for America. Donate your vehicle and make a difference. WGSO 990 AM has partnered with Charitable Adult Rides and Services, also known as CARS, to allow you the opportunity to donate your car, truck, motorcycle, RV, or boat to our nonprofit organization. You may qualify for a tax deduction while supporting a cause that is near and dear to your heart. Simply go to WGSO.com and follow the link on our homepage. Vehicle donation pickup is always free to you, and most vehicles can be picked up within 24 to 72 hours. You'll receive an initial car donation receipt upon pickup, and then the CARS team will work to turn your car into cash to support our cause. Once your vehicle is sold, the CARS team will provide you proper tax forms in time to file. Their friendly donor support representatives are available seven days a week to assist throughout the process. Again, for more information, go to WGSO.com. You might be afraid to speak out for fear of cancel culture or losing your job. Christian Garrick Show on WGSO is your platform. Noon to 2, weekdays, right here on 990 AM WGSO. More and more Americans are listening on American Ground. Listen each Saturday from noon to 1 p.m. with Lewis R. Avalon. All right, we're back here for the final two segments of the show here at Premier Chrysler um, Dodge Jeep Ram talking uh, a little bit of everything in New Orleans, but we got a Super Bowl coming up tomorrow, and then next year the Super Bowl is going to be in New Orleans, and so we have a gentleman on who's going to talk a little bit about that because he was in Las Vegas for the passing of the torch uh, from Vegas 
to New Orleans. He is Mark Romix, uh, the stadium announcer, the New Orleans Saints. I think Mark would have been happier if the Saints were in the Super Bowl tomorrow, but, oh well, maybe next year. But hey, Mark, thanks for joining me this morning. Mark, are you with us? All right, so we're waiting for Mark again uh, to get him back on the line. But uh, anyway, um, so anyway, the, the Super Bowl's tomorrow. The Chiefs are a two, two and a half point underdog. I like the Chiefs to win the game outright. And, uh, and we'll see how that goes. They're a great underdog, whether against the spread or, or, or straight up. But anyway, Mark, I was just giving you the, uh, the nice introduction, stadium announcer of the New Orleans Saints. And I was also saying, I know you were just recently in Vegas for the passing of the torch because the Super Bowl will be in New Orleans next year. It would have been better, of course, if the Saints were in the Super Bowl tomorrow in Vegas. But let's hope the following year in New Orleans. So, uh, But thanks for joining me this morning. Hey, Mitch, it's great to be with you. And, uh, yeah, we had a good time in Vegas. We've got a team that's still there. On Monday morning is the official handoff from Las Vegas to our Super Bowl host committee and the state of Louisiana and the city of New Orleans to take on the uh, activities around Super Bowl 59. Uh, we have a media booth, as you know, set up in the media center in Vegas, and it gives us an opportunity to talk about New Orleans as a great place to host events, events of this nature. And uh, I can tell you to the person and to the member of the media that passes the media booth, they're always saying the same thing. We wish it was in New Orleans all the time. I can't disagree with that. I mean, you think about, as you know, the proximity of hotels within walking distance to the Superdome and, and the thousands of hotel rooms we have. Uh, we're we're we, in the restaurants and all the great things we have. Knows nobody can compete with us. And and uh, I'm hoping that if you if you ran into the commissioner, you could say, Hey, Roger, how about New Orleans every year? What do you think about that? <laughs> well, that's a really really above my pay grade. But uh, and it's not to take anything away from Las Vegas or even Miami. You know, Miami has hosted it ten times, uh, eleven times. Excuse me. And this will be our 11th time. And so, you know, there are cities that are really, I think, um, structured to do this in a way that makes it easy for the members of the media, the fans that come in to get around. And we know that New Orleans is built that way. I mean, we are truly built to host, as we say, because within uh, a walking distance of about two miles of the downtown area around the Superdome, you can really get to anywhere you want to go to, including the streetcar line. Um, and in any case, it was a good opportunity for us. You know, Entergy is a big partner for us uh, and on the host committee side. So Rob Hatley, who's their senior vice president for communications, and myself serve as the co-chairs of the PR media committee. So we'll be working with you, Mitch, and all the other members of the media as we come into this next year in this countdown phase to get us to the February 9th, 2025 uh, game day. Uh, less than, it's less than a year as of yesterday. Yesterday was the one-year anniversary countdown. Yeah, and I, I saw some Billy Nungesser sent me some pictures of him and Latoya and all the other people there right now. So it's, uh, it, it's, it's fantastic that we're going to have the Super Bowl. And like you said, no city is uh, more equipped to, to, to host it. But I have to ask you this question. It's been a while since we've had a Super Bowl. We've got it next year. Is there... Um, is this kind of like a test for us to see how well we, I mean, I know we're going to do a great job because we did. So you think about the final four a few years ago. It was awesome. I was participating. We did such a wonderful job. Is it really important that we do a really good job next year 
uh, if we want to get another Super Bowl after next year. Well, Mitch, I don't think they would have given us this one if they didn't think that we could do it again as well. It's not better than we've done it in the past. You know, 2013 was what it was. I mean, it was uh, they, they got to the bottom of that issue uh, as it relates to that power sur- surge issue. But uh, that really had nothing to do with it. They knew that New Orleans will deliver, uh, Louisiana and New Orleans, I should say, uh, with energy. And, you know, Marcus Brown is serving as the chairman of the host committee. Uh, he's, he's helping organize our effort in, in a very strong way. Uh, what The reality is that you've got more cities that are competing because they're more new stadiums. Uh, competition is stiff. Uh, it takes a lot of money to put these things together. You want to do it in a way that brings uh, good um, return to the community. We want to make sure our local vendors are involved, uh, that there's sustainability involved, that you know the, the footprint that's left is very strong. And so that's going to be our uh, push this time around and you know let the results speak for themselves i can tell you every member of the media that stopped by our booth would say the same thing over and over again we love having the game in new orleans we hope it's back there often so who's going to argue with that we won't certainly <laughs> yeah and, uh, and like i said the final four we did such a wonderful job and every five years i think would be a fair thing for us so we'll see how that goes and uh the weather always co- cooperates as well so um, any final yeah, thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Let yeah. me mention something to you. We've done a, done a great job in partnership with the Louisiana Fish Fry Products. They have been out there all week sampling uh, the media with great uh, food: uh, fried catfish, fried uh, fried chicken bits, gumbo, um, and you know, it's a good way to the uh, to the media's heart is through their mouths, right, Mitch? You know that we'd like to show <laughs> off the good food, and so Louisiana Fish. Um, Fry has been very, very uh, good and a good partner, and so we appreciate the work that they've done. Um, and we, yeah, we're excited. So thank you for giving me an opportunity to talk about how we're positioning ourselves, uh, particularly this past week in Vegas, uh, and reminding people that New Orleans is truly built to host. You're right. No question about it. I, I, I'm with you right on that. When you, I'm going to something for endemic and they invited me for drinks and food. And I, you can't pass that stuff up. So I agree with you. We are great when it comes, <laughs> you know, like you said, you brought, you threw out the magic words, Louisiana food, New Orleans food. If you can't win on that issue, we're in trouble. But hey, good stuff, Mark. It was great seeing you that day at the uh, Greasing of the Poles. Another great event, the Royal Sinest. Another, and have everybody have a, and have a safe and happy Mardi Gras week. And Mardi Gras. Thanks again for joining me. All right, buddy. Have happy Mardi Gras. See you soon. All right, man. Take care. That was good stuff from Mark Romig uh, going out to Vegas. Right. The pa- the official passing of the torch, of course, is after the game, but they're really going there, of course, to for the transition. And he is a stadium announcer of the Saints as well. We want to mention that. But uh, we're going to take our uh, final break, and I'm going to give you my thoughts on uh, the world of sports, whether it's the Super Bowl or um, you know uh, NBA basketball, college basketball as well. But it was great uh, seeing those pictures with those guys like Billy Nungess, the Lieutenant Governor, and uh, Latoya Cantrell, the Mayor of New Orleans, as well being out there for the Super Bowl. You know, it's like this whole two-week thing. There's a goes. It, it's it's. I think there's a lot of hype to it. Maybe too much hype and all that stuff. But. Uh, I can live with that if we do it in New Orleans more often because it brings it's such a great economic shot to the arm. All the money that uh, the Super Bowl brings, um, you know, to a city, and uh, so it's just it's a great thing. The restaurants, the hotels will be packed. We've got 
so many uh, hotel rooms, thousands of hotel rooms within a mile or so of the Superdome so you can walk and, web and the weather is generally the nicest part of, of weather-wise for New Orleans is generally at this time of year, in my opinion. So it's a perfect time to do that. So we'll see how that goes. We got we talked about the fact that we got uh, Mardi Gras coming up, uh, you know, uh, Tuesday. You've got um, Endemian this afternoon. You got Bacchus um, Sunday tomorrow afternoon, and then uh, you've got Lundi Gras, and then of course Mardi Gras with. Uh, you know, out in downtown New Orleans as well, in the suburbs as well. I want to mention again, my buddy Kelly Gibson, the kellygibsonfoundation.org, their fundraiser of the Night of Jazz is March 1st, and that's at the Blue Room, which is in the beautiful Roosevelt Hotel. And then the next day, they're going to have their golf tournament, uh, the TPC Golf Course in Avondale, which is a great fundraiser. Uh, for the Kelly Gibson Foundation. We also talked about you want to play golf at playtimberlane.com or call 504-367-5010 to book a tee time. We also talked about the nobadance.com, their, their event coming up, Le Ballet de Monte Carlo, which is a Swan Lake, which is Saturday, March 2nd at the Mahalia Jackson Theater. So a lot of great stuff coming up in New Orleans. And... Uh, I want, of course, I want to thank all our great guests that have been with, all, with, with us today. We'll be here every Saturday, of course, at, uh, at to here at Premier uh, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram 13,000 I-10 service right, uh, right off the I-10 at Bullard. Uh, all, every Saturday, all the way through May, talking everything from basketball, college and pro basketball, to festivals, to fundraisers, uh, Mardi Gras, all that great stuff. And we'll be back with the final segment of the show live right after these messages. The following is a paid endorsement. He's a man of integrity. Choosing your attorney can be a life-changing decision. Chip Forstall has over 28 years of experience, giving you the personal attention that you need. If you or a loved one has been injured, you need a lawyer to protect you, your family, and work to get compensation for your injuries. Contact the law office of Chip Forstall today, located at 320 North Carrollton Avenue, New Orleans, or call us at 483-3400. That's 483-3400. Or log on to www.chipforstall.com today. You need caring, aggressive, and effective representation. You need personal attention. You need Chip Forstall. Are you suffering from neck and back pain from a recent car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services, and chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me. 
Dr. T. That other pest control company, they are, quote, home of the $650 termite treatment protection plan called DA. I'm Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating, and I bet we can beat that price. We offer different treatment methods featuring the Centricon bait system, and we have one of the best termite protection plans in the country. Before you pay $650 to another company, call DA. New Orleans Metro Area, North Shore, and Homer. DA Exterminating, complete pest and termite control services since 1959. Call 800-650-PEST. Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone in our 12th season for LA Medical Management Corporation located at 2930 Canal Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. And they are open Monday through Thursdays, 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. and Fridays, 8 to 5 p.m. At LMMC, they handle primary care, physical therapy, and diagnostic testing. With medical doctors on staff, they are the personal injury specialists and the leaders in accident-related health care. Call them today at 504-821-2574. What does grace mean to you? At Grace at the Green Light, a 501c3 nonprofit, we believe that everyone deserves a hot meal, clean drinking water, and the chance to go home again. Our work is made possible through the generous support of Christ Church Cathedral, the Cathedral Church of the Episcopal Diocese of Louisiana. Christ Church Cathedral acts in support of community renewal and socioeconomic justice. Learn more at cccnola.org. All right, we're back for the final segment of the show, and I want to thank all our great guests. We had Gary Smith with The Advocate. We had Glenn Gilbo with Outkick.com, Hank Allen with WGNO-TV, Hunter Dawkins with The Gazebo Gazette, Charles Hanegraaff, ESPN Baton Rouge, Patricia Caputo with Tiger TV. And the last segment was Mark Romig, uh, the stadium announcer for the New Orleans Saints. And um, just want to say, you know, and of course, thank you, know, um, uh, John Starnes here, the, uh, ho who hosts me here at uh, Premier uh, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram here at 13,000. I-10 service road right off the I-10 exit at Bullard. And, uh, you know, we'll be back next Saturday. Of course, every Saturday morning, all the way through May, uh, throughout the, um, you know, the uh, March Madness College Basketball Championship through the NBA playoffs, uh, all the way pretty much up to um, the uh, the NBA Finals. So good stuff there. Um, just want to mention, you know, we were talking earlier in the show about the Pelicans, and, you know, they had a nice uh, four-game winning streak, and it was tough playing. You know, when you go out west and you have to play several games on the road, and you, you're coming off a victory over the Clippers, and then it was a tough game with the Lakers. They lose the game. But, I mean, they, the, the league is not that good. We've been talking about it. Very mediocre. And the Pelicans have done a little better job. I know uh, Hunter had brought up the San Antonio game, the Spurs game, which they really should have lost that game. And I still believe that Detroit will have a better record than San Antonio. This is we were we were all laughing about the Detroit. They had broken the record for most consecutive losses in a single season, and uh, they played much better since that time. And uh, I think they will have a better. Re I think the Spurs will have the worst record in the NBA. So it wasn't a great sign when the Pelicans were really struggling. Probably should have lost that game at San Antonio, but. I think the game's kind of passed. I mean, we talk about the fact that, well, yeah, we if you've got Ginobili and you've got Duncan and you got Parker, you got guys like that, you don't have to be a great coach to look good. Well, he doesn't have any of those guys anymore. And I, I, I look at some of the decision-making Popovich has made in the last few years. I know he doesn't have the talent. I just think that, you know, he was he, he just – 
caught a lucky run with all that talent he had. And I don't see it. And Wemby might get better. We'll see how that goes. He's been okay so far this year. I don't think he's been the best rookie in the NBA. I don't think he's going to get a rookie of the year either. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, but we'll see how good if Popovich can coach this guy and get it, develop him. That'll be the key thing because these other guys were great players. And I don't know how much credit Popovich should get for developing them. But the, the, you're talking about a, a league now where the Pelicans have no excuse not to be, I think, in the top six because of the fact that there's, there's a lot of bad teams in the league. They've been doing better generally against those teams. And if they win majority of those games and they win once in a while, you know, they do 500 against the good teams, they're going to be in the top six. But really, to me, it comes down to because I think Phoenix is going to be in the top five. And even though they're five games out of that, of those other four teams, we're talking about, you know, the Timberwolves, we're talking about the Nuggets, we're talking about the Clippers, and we're talking about the Thunder. I think Phoenix, because I think Phoenix has got the the best chance, or only, only realistic chance, I think, to beat Denver, because otherwise I think Denver's going to repeat, because I don't think anybody in the East is going to beat them. But so the Pelicans are going to fight for, I think, the sixth seed with four different teams. And that's, well, three other teams, actually. And that would be uh, Dallas, of course, Sacramento, and uh, the Lakers. And, uh, you know, I know they lost to the Lakers last night. I just don't think the Lakers are that good. I think you're starting to see the decline of LeBron James. I really think, you know, you're seeing that. Um, and, and their bench is not that good. Although they did, everybody, every starter for the Lakers scored 20 points or more. And the, the win last night at L.A., uh, over the Pelicans, but I think you start to see that, and uh, and the Lakers don't have a great bench, and they couldn't make any moves because of through the trade deadline because they had no assets to give up except for a guy named LeBron James. And people laugh at me, and Stephen A. Smith brought it up, and I never agree with him, uh, very rarely, and he brought up the fact that that is really their only viable option at this point, and they didn't do it. The trade deadline passed, so they're gonna they're gonna roll with what they got, and I think the Lakers are a playing team. Might even not even get into the playoffs. I know they made the conference finals, but they just got lucky with matchups. They got they they locked out because they could have lost in the play-in. They end up coming from behind and winning a game, I believe, against Minnesota. And then they um, they uh, you know they got to play Memphis, who was was hammered by injuries but had a good record. So they got to play Memphis, and that helped them. And, and then they got to play Golden State, and you know. Here we go with Golden State, which I don't think is going to make me even be in the play-in. I know they won three in a row, but I still don't think it's going to happen. But the Lakers got lucky last year. They got a great draw. That's not going to happen this year. They're going to be a play-in team. I don't think they get out of the play-in. So the Pelicans have to – I think they can – the Lakers won't be an issue with them. It's going to come down to, to Sacramento and Dallas, and I think Dallas is a concern for me, really the concern for me. And so we'll see how that pans out. But, but obviously if you're in the play-in – you got to get through the play and just to get into the playoffs, and that's not going to be easy to do. And obviously, your odds decrease if you're in the play and to get even into the playoff, you know, to get to, to advance in the playoffs. Although, look at Miami last year. Miami was in the play in the Eastern Conference and got to the NBA Finals, but that was the Eastern Conference. The, uh, the West is much more deep. And you think about the East, you got Milwaukee. I just can't count them because of Doc Rivers. I mean, Doc Rivers, one of the worst, co one, one of the most overrated coaches in NBA history. A guy who hasn't made a conference final since he was with the Celtics 
20 years ago. I don't have any confidence in them. Boston's a team to beat, obviously. They're going to be the number one seed, going to have the best record. And the question is, who can beat them? Cleveland's hot right now, but can they play at that level, the playoffs? And then that leaves the Knicks, who had a really good winning streak going as well. But can they move that into the playoffs? Because Thibodeau's been a good coach, but has not been a great playoff coach. So I just think it's going to be tough to, to exclude Boston from the uh, Eastern uh, being the Eastern uh, Conference champions in the NBA Finals. I just don't know who can beat them. Somebody's going to have to get hot in the playoffs. Show they can not. Cleveland, New York look nice in the regular season, but can they do it, play at that level when the defense is, is uh, more intense, there's more intensity levels are all throughout the court, like we said, defense especially. Can they do it at that level? We'll see how that goes. And then, uh, but otherwise, I really think we could be looking at a very chalky NBA Finals with a with a Boston and Denver final because I don't think anybody but Phoenix can beat Denver. So I think Denver's likely going to be in the finals, and unfortunately, I think Boston might might likely be in the finals. We're going to very chalk because I still think Denver could end up being the one seed. You could have the two one seeds playing in the uh, NBA Finals. So we'll see how that goes. Look, Boston lost to Miami. He was a playing team last year. Their coach, to me, is very shaky, so I could see it happening. But uh, I think it's going to have to come from one of those teams like Cleveland or New York. I just don't see Milwaukee being at that level. So, But anyway, I want to thank all our great guests that we had on today. I want to thank, of course, John Starnes, who runs here at this, uh, the dealership here at Premier um, Chrysler um, Dodge Jeep Ram here on uh, at 13,000 I-10 Service Road, right off the I-10 exit at Bullard. We'll be here, like I said, every Saturday from uh, 9 to 11 in the morning, uh, talking, like we said, college basketball all the way through March Madness. And, uh, and and when it comes in the NBA and in all the festivals, we got French Quarter Festival, Jazz Festival, we got all these fundraisers coming up. We're going to do some promotion for those guys as well. A little, well, of course, we'll talk the NBA, uh, I mean, the NFL draft, which is going to be coming up in April after the Super Bowl. And like I said, I like the Chiefs to win the game. Chiefs by, uh, plus two and a half. Mahomes, we, we've already talked so many times about Mahomes' record uh, against the spread as an underdog and winning straight up as an underdog. I like the Chiefs to win the game. We'll see how that goes tomorrow. And then, uh, like we said, offseason, we got free agency coming up uh, down the road, the NFL, and we've got the NFL draft as well in April. So we'll be talking about all that stuff. Uh, as well as all the uh, the other the basketball and college basketball right now, I say Connecticut looks like they're going to be tough to beat, but it's a one game sun death situation. So anything can happen in one game, and they won last year, and it's tough to repeat. You got to go back to Florida. Uh, Florida's the last team that, that won back-to-back, so we'll see how that goes. I want to thank Jack back in the studio, all the great people at WGSO Radio, all the great people here at uh, Premier uh, Chrysler uh, Dodge Jeep Ram here uh, right off the I-10 exit at Bullard. And again, uh, all our great guests as well as we had today. I want to wish everybody a safe, happy Mardi Gras weekend. Of course, Mardi Gras Day on Tuesday. Stay out of trouble. Have a good time. The weather, hopefully, it's going to be good except for maybe tomorrow night. And other than that, the weather should be fine, but a little bit cooler Monday and Tuesday. And uh, just be safe and have a good time. And uh, we will talk to you next Saturday live here uh, from 9 to 11 uh, in the morning, as we will every Saturday all the way through May. So everybody have a great weekend, great Mardi Gras, safe Mardi Gras as well. And we will talk to you next Saturday at 9 a.m. from Premier uh, Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram.
following is a paid endorsement. He's a man of integrity. Choosing your attorney can be a life-changing decision. Chip Forstall has over 28 years of experience, giving you the personal attention that you need. If you or a loved one has been injured, you need a lawyer to protect 